Here, I'll fart and we'll make it an NFT. <laughs> Just capture that and we'll fucking, that'll finance it. You are now entering the Fart Locker Podcast with JT and Robert. On this week's episode, we sit down with very special guest, comedian Sean Patton. Okay. You're just a country boy, what? From Louisiana. It's a state oh, right okay. next to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Well, I was wondering if y'all can sell me a lasso. A what? A lasso. A lasso? We don't have any of those here. Oh, okay. Do you have Greek yogurt? We have Greek yogurt? Yeah, we have that. And you have what? Greek yogurt? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we have that. Okay. Uh, well, do you have spurs? No. Okay. Do you have apples? Yes. Okay. Do you have cowboy boots? No. Do you have celery? Yes. Do you have cowboy hats? Nope. Do you have Oreos? Yep. Okay. Well, I think I got my country boy shopping list good and ready. <laughs> But you head on down the road to Walmart or to the uh, boot barn, they probably have all the above. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, they don't have the, what we have, but... What do you have that Walmart doesn't have? What, what, what's the... We're what's a the... grocery store. We're a grocery store. Oh, okay. So that's why you had all the food items that I asked about, but not all the cowboy items. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Hey, hey, this is uh, Pastor Satchel Rhinestone. Uh, Chasen gave me this number a while back. Okay. Yeah, uh, so he had come for the services at my church, and he felt like they really connected with him. And I I was following up to see if the therapy that I did with him stuck. Well, um, this is his mom. Um. so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> he lives in Austin. I live in Granbury, so oh, I'm no. on my way to go see him. So uh oh, okay. But, well, I don't know if you know, but he's been living uh, the gay lifestyle. Well, um, how long ago has it been? And I'd say the first time he came in for prayer was a little less than a year ago, right after the pandemic started. And then he started coming to the weekly groups where other people that are fighting those urges come and do prayers. Uh, And then out of nowhere, he kind of just stopped showing up. This is the only contact I had for him. And I was wanted to see if he wanted to, uh, I don't know. I've since left the program and uh, I'm now also living a gay lifestyle and I was just seeing if he's still uh, flaming up. Well, he has a girlfriend. Is it serious? So. Um, he said that, he told me last week that he told her he loved her, so, um, I don't know. You don't think he wants Um, to be gay with me? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So he hasn't had any boyfriends that you know of? Satchel. Satchel Rhinestone. I'm a country singer. Okay. He actually just finished his album and he's having the um, thing tonight. Um, So, 
I don't know. Yeah, you'll have to call him. <laughs> I think I should just go. Are you going to go? Oh, yeah, I'm going. Well, I'll be there, too. Where is it at? Uh, um, but his girlfriend is going to be there. I'm not too worried about her. She doesn't sound like a threat to me. <laughs> Satchel Rhinestone you're talking to. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot going on tonight, so. Well, we're going to make it a lot more <laughs> once I show up. <laughs> well, I don't know if he really wants that, so. Well, where is the show at? Um, I'm going to let him tell you that. Well, give me his number. I'm not doing that either. Give me his email. Not doing that either. Give me his address. I'm not giving you anything. What's his last name? Not giving you that either. Okay, what's a good what's a good way to get in touch with him then? <laughs> you need to lose my number, dude. Okay, I can lose your number. That's not a problem. But what? How do I find his? I I think if he wanted you to get in touch with him, that he would have given you all that information. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did. I just lost it in the fire. Okay. Well. I lost I'll everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text him and say I'll Satchel called. Call. He'll know Satchel Rhinestone. He'll okay. be very familiar. Okay. Very I'll familiar. Okay. Very intimately familiar. Okay. Hey, is this motel Hey, uh, I was considering coming by, staying for a few nights. I did have, I have a couple quick questions for you. What room? Yeah, uh, I'm looking at your reviews here on Google, and it looks like someone said that they were stabbed there. Is that true? No. No, they weren't stabbed? That's a lie? Okay, bye. want to go around the room and just tell like best fart story or something oh i got no i mean you, you passed that you passed me that mantle we're gonna be here for a while you got a great fart story I on got, deck you got one chambered yeah i would need I to mean, think if, for a minute i mean if yeah. I, I i i've got one from high school i think it would be a good starter go for it all right so senior year of this high guy school. had a possessed car <laughs> <laughs> i was watching rolling kansas <laughs> you go right back into it <laughs> no so um I'm in science class, uh, senior year of high school, and like I sat in the front. Here in Austin. Yeah, here in Austin. Where they just didn't. It was Texas science class. Yeah. <laughs> environmental, <laughs> environmental studies. Yeah. Why? Why wind? Why wind is the devil? So when you load a shotgun, do it indoors. This class <laughs> is about the pros of smoking cigarettes. All yeah. Right? <laughs> and so um, the the night before, I had. Um, have you ever been to like a, a Chicken Express or like a Bush's Chicken? No, but now I want to go. But it's, it's it's a lot like a Church's Chicken, right? Right. Yeah. Or even maybe maybe kind of KFC. But down to business, it's quicker. Yeah. It's not all that lollygagging you get at Churches or Popeyes. It's right. Express. Get it. Chicken time. You eat. in here for chicken now? You're hungry. Yeah. You, you better eat. You want chicken or you want to get the fuck out? <laughs> I got no. two options here, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just you know it's like fried chicken tenders, French fries with great white gravy. You know, biscuits and just like 
I believe you mean hot gravy. <laughs> hot gravy. Hot and white gravy. Hot, hot gravy. And like you like you described, you know, it's like when you have like that all protein fart, like that's the deadly one, you know? Oh it's yeah, like man. Deadly. And it was like it was in the morning and just I just let it rip and like I knew it'd be silent, so I could just kinda like whatever. But like because I sat in the front, like everyone fucking smelled it. And like one dude was like, he's like, I'm gonna have to sit in the back now, like at <laughs> yeah. the lab tables. So he's like, Robert, like you're too disgusting. And like even the teacher was like, what the fuck did you eat? Like she just looked at me. He's like, he's like, I I've smelled a lion fart, and this is worse. Like this was like like did you have all like raw beef last night? And I was like, I had chicken express. Wait, yeah. did your teacher say that they had smelled a lion fart? Yeah, because <laughs> he just passed over that. Yeah, yeah I sniff lion farts, bear yeah, farts, bear yeah. farts. I'm a fart expert, all yeah. right. Well, well, yeah, because someone was like, "It's like, he's like, where do you smell a lion fart?" And she's like, "The zoo where I worked before." I idiot! <laughs> you child-brained idiot! The zoo. <laughs> That's where I smell their farts. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, yeah, it's just like, you ever smell a lion fart? It's fucking disgusting. Then I smelled Robert's fart. She's like, you need to sit in the back. And uh, go go get some Febreze for next class. Got fucking expelled. And then and then an, and then another student was like, I can't take it, and cut their nose off and put it, <laughs> put it in a Ziploc bag well, in the, the demon dudes, car. Anyways, big batch of weed. Right? <laughs> the dude who sat next to me, Xavier, he was just like, uh, the the next class period, he's like, you didn't have chicken X again last night, did you? I was like, no. He's like, did you yeah. have some vegetables? I was like, yeah. He's like, good. Basically, like every every morning, like I came into class for the rest of that semester. He's just like, what'd you have last night? What'd you have for breakfast? You had to fill out a form. <laughs> Basically. Mm. I want... Do you guys know Panda Express orange chicken? Yeah. The yeah. best, right? Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, when I was like 12, 13, I'd eat it. It would make me fart for hours. Just hours. Now I think I could eat it fine. But we used to <laughs> live in Sacramento and have family in LA. And so we'd drive. And for some reason, every time we'd go to Panda Express. Right. And I'd get orange chicken. Right. And the whole drive, I would fart uncontrollably. And it would just leak out like... like <laughs> The whole drive, uh, ruined the whole drive for my family. <laughs> just sprinkler fart. That sounded so... Every single time. It's like whenever, whenever someone's like, man, women aren't funny. I'm like, well, what about the fart? The funniest thing ever invented, which was written by God, <laughs> who is a woman. <laughs> but like... The uh, the fucking dude, I think I I think I I think I've actually said that on a podcast before. Written by Mother Nature, the <laughs> fart. But uh, yeah, dude, farting is so. I mean, God, I've got so many. But since you started off with a school theme, yeah, I remember the only time I've ever seen the first time I saw an adult cry. <laughs> I went to in I went to an all boys middle school. Right, Catholic middle school called uh, Holy Cross uh, still exists in the in Louisiana, um, New Orleans, and it was all boys. And I didn't realize how fucking just disgusting and insane going to an all boys Catholic high school was until I went to high school and there were girls around. It's probably and then you were just like, oh Jesus Christ, yeah, you can't. But for years, you're just in class, you're farting in class, you're burping, you're you don't shower, you just you're just you're just dudes. That sounds incredible. I'm sorry that right. I want to be that. No, dude. It, I, <laughs> I mean, hear that, and I'm like, that actually sounds when you're, nice. When you're, when you're fucking... It's also a very insane way to learn. Because, like, you hit puberty, and you're going to school with a bunch of other dudes who are all just like, man, I fingered 18 girls in my time. 
You know, like you've never seen it. All of us would comb our pants immediately. Wouldn't be able to handle it. If we even do, where are you meeting eighteen girls even? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, or like, oh man, you gotta eat pussy. I'm like, what the? The first time I heard the phrase "eat pussy," I was in the seventh grade, and I was like, what does that even mean? But everyone's like, oh yeah, I've done it, and you're like, yeah, me too, and you're like, I have you? And then looking back, you're like, none of you've performed cunnilingus. I wish I could shoot back into my seventh grade body, like, who amongst you <laughs> has truly performed cunnilingual arts? <laughs> but every time there was a substitute teacher. It was ruin their day. That was just the go- uh, that was just a thing when you when you were a substitute teacher in all boys middle school. There we, we were you were going you were getting got you were getting gun at. So it, it was all I remember. It felt like all the substitute teachers were always like looking back like ex military or just like angry fucking older dudes who could just take it. Big y'all need to sit the sit down right now or I'm writing everybody up. All the detentions, and you'd eventually back down. But they, they had this one. I wish I could remember his name, but I cannot. I just know this poor fucker might have been his first and only time ever being a substitute teacher. But it was all based on fucking the symphony of farting <laughs> coming from the class. Where it was just like, I. It was a very just one dude ripped ass, and he's like, "Stop that! Stop that now!" <laughs> and everyone sort of like laughs, and then he's trying to fucking you know, teach the syllabus that they gave him to teach us and another kid, and then everyone's laughing. And then that just, it was like a magical moment where all of our intestines were in tune and every fart just inspired more and created more because it was just a, you were in a classroom, you were an army. Dude, it was amazing. And the dude broke (laughs) just after just him being like, now one more, one more. One more part. <laughs> and I remember him just like stepping out. But you saw in the last moment he was he was he was broken. I would I couldn't do that. I don't even want to hang it's out. Like, I've seen kids. combat. This is way worse. Yeah, I, and I, I just I remember Take him. Take me back to war. Yeah. <laughs> Put me back in the shit because this is worse and it smells like shit. But I remember when he stepped out, we were just alone for. Five or seven, however long it was, a, it felt like you know it, it, when you're in seventh grade, ten minutes feels like it, it, it's an hour in seventh yeah. grade time. But we're just like, what, what, what happened? And we're just getting rowdy and farting more and whatever. And then the principal comes in and like teaches the rest of the class. Fuck yeah! They jacked in the principal. The the, the, the act. They yeah, they sent they sent in the fucking principal. He's like, I can handle farts. And oh, those boys are farting. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I've been in those trenches. Oh man, that was part of our training. He's rolling up his sleeves. <laughs> yeah, but I still to this. I, I, I it's like what happened. He quit. And this had to be what happened. He had. I, so he funny. walked out and was like, "They're in there. That's not what I signed up for." And I wish, like, I would, I think of amazing Bauer would be the ability to like make anyone like throw your farts so i could rip ass right now but make it sound like robert did yeah 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 that's and you'd ruin people's lives oh. or or save their lives <laughs> i'd use it for good yeah, i yeah, use my power yeah, for yeah, good yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. dare yeah yeah yeah. i see i see she's in a what's an emotionally abusive relationship so i'm gonna make it sound like she's farting to where this dude leaves her nut up or shut up. Get big bob's truck nut emporium big bob's 
Big Bob's has all the nuts. With the largest truck nut selection in Texas, the Truck Nut State, and on the internet. Look at those nuts. Don't be a wimp and show them your nuts this summer. I love a man with truck nuts. All double axle nuts are 20% off for a limited time. Mm, truck nut. Only at Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's. I remember all these like televangelists being on TV, you know, like God, God sent Katrina to that's God sent Katrina to to spot the, 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 the destroy the bigotry or not the bigotry. I wish they would say bigotry, <laughs> the debauchery to defend the uh, bigotry. Uh, <laughs> God sent Katrina to wipe out the debauchery and hell heathens that is in New Orleans. And the part of New Orleans they're talking about is the French Quarter. You know, it's f famous for all the debauchery. And the French Quarter was the one part of the city undamaged, untouched. The storm did not do shit to the French Quarter. Fortified by sin. Right, right, right. But <laughs> They like, took refuge from the Lord. Right, and, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, like southern Mississippi, where all those megachurches are and all those, that was fucking wiped out. It was all wiped completely out. It's like, oh, your God hates you, I think. Yeah. They sent the storm. It took it as an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> God had a sniper right yeah. on you. Crosshairs of Christ. <laughs> Centered mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. Crosshairs. <laughs> I'm in the cross <laughs> I remember when I grew up in a weird church, like a like a prayer type of healing church. Oh, yeah. And uh, I remember there's a, a pastor there that went to New Orleans after the hurricane, 2005. Yeah. But it, we thought it was like to like build houses or whatever. It was to do man-on-street interviews asking people, did you think you think God did this? Yeah. <laughs> it was like the I remember being like maybe like eleven or twelve in church, being like, "This feels bad." <laughs> yeah, 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 you shouldn't, you shouldn't go down there and fucking rub this in people's faces. Yeah, could have handed out waters, <laughs> yeah. anything, Mister Sanchez, Pastor Sanchez. Could yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there were dude, there were uh, there were churches. I remember churches down there that were very like, um, "Do you believe?" Okay, then you can have a meal. And really? some water, but Christians, like bread for Christians only. Kind of, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that. There's a lot of people, you know. With I, I, someone had a sign that was like the here to help the Lords. Yeah, you know the Lords. This bread ain't for Lutherans. Yeah, we're not. We're not <laughs> here to help the Lords followers. You know, and you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. So, so. You live in Brooklyn now, Sean. I do. So, like, were you still living in, like, New Orleans when Katrina? Yeah. Lived? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was, was that there. 2006, 2005? Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, coming up August, August, I want to say 23rd ish, around there. Um, yeah, 2005. Um, and, uh, you know, mathematically, something like that will happen again pretty soon because that's just kind of how massive hurricanes work. It's like every 30, 20, 30 years. Another one's going to come. I mean, there's been some decently big ones. Since, and Katrina wasn't even worst case scenario. That's the fucking super scary part. Is that like on a scale of one to ten of, you know, one being like a thunderstorm and ten being absolute worst case scenario of how a hurricane could hit yeah. the city of New Orleans. Katrina was only maybe an eight. Was Has there been worse ones since Katrina in Louisiana? There's been bigger ones, but they, they didn't hit. They, it, the... The size and strength of the storm is second to how it makes landfall, right? Okay. So, like, if a storm ever truly went up the mouth of the Mississippi, it would be devastating. Went up the mouth of the Mississippi. Went up the mouth, which, scary which Katrina kind of did. It, like, yeah. it, like, kissed the mouth and went up. And, like, 
forced to, you know, that was the worked big thing. Worked its way down the neck. Right, right, right. Exactly. Just a little tongue. Made a little, <laughs> made a little eye contact. Kissed and then, the ear to Mississippi and took out some houses. Exactly. And then roofied, then roofied the city. But, um, yeah, if, uh, there's a way a storm could hit where if it went more directly up the mouth, the flooding would just be. I mean, but that's, the flooding was pretty goddamn bad. I think yeah. the flooding might have been worst case scenario. Um, well, yeah, because. Yeah. Because growing up in Austin, like we we saw a lot of the after effects. Yeah. Where got a lot of refugees here. A lot of Jimmy people, like, Yeah. Well, just a lot of people from Louisiana, like moving into like, first they tried Houston, and then they like moved into like Austin, and so it's like we were seeing some like grocery short shortages. Oh sure, yeah. But um, I don't know. Just growing up, it was always like I, I would ask my dad, I was like, "Is it really that bad?" And he's just like, "Well, he's like, yeah, because you know they." He, he was always like, they didn't evacuate because they thought they knew it wasn't going to be that bad. But then he's like, also the levees broke, which was like their line of defense for it. Oh, yeah. And that so- was the pro- Like, dude I, I re- dude, I remember day of. I remember like morning of because I, uh, you'd heard, like that was, you, growing up in Louisiana, you just got used to that information. I was just like, oh, there's a hurricane coming. Yeah. And you're like, I mean... That was 16 years ago. By that point in time, I had probably myself personally weathered at least nine or ten big hurricanes. Yeah. And you just got you. I mean, like Hurricane Andrew was the biggest one before Katrina, which that was like late 90s, mm-hmm. and that was a motherfucker because that Hurricane Andrew came from the came from the Atlantic, just fucking beat Florida's ass. Yeah. Just completely smacked Florida, and then. Went back into the Gulf. It's like a preseason game. Right. And then gained more strength. Yeah. And so by the time it made landfall on the Gulf Coast, it was just a big, big bitch of a storm. And it fucking beat the city down. But it moved faster. And it was... Uh, that's another thing. There's multiple types of hurricanes. Katrina was a sloppy, wet, slow hurricane. Yeah. So it like just brought more moisture and more. And it took longer. Whereas I remember Andrew was a smaller storm. But it was the wind velocity was more, so it was all. It felt like it was all that sort of damage. It was hardball. A lot of destroying factors for a hurricane. Yeah, there's a there's a hurricanes are hurricanes are very fucking interesting because yeah. they can they can live for longer than they seem, especially nowadays with climate change. They can, and now you know you're starting to see it. Like the hurricanes can make it as high. Hurricanes can hit New York. There was Hurricane oh, Sandy. Yeah. That was a hurricane. You know what I mean? Did like you guys feel winds there with that though? Like was it oh, actual yeah, straight dude, hurricane, hurricane stuff? Hurricane Sandy was a legit hurricane, but like it's also not gonna be as strong because it the you know the Atlantic isn't Gulf. I, to my knowledge, the Atlantic in the northeast of the country isn't Gulf Coast, Gulf of Mexico yeah. warm water yet. But yeah, it was a legit like oh that's a fucking hurricane. Man. I couldn't live somewhere where the seasons are hurricane or there's a season where there's tornado. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'd I mean, rather that... live like hot hot places than like a place where it's like yeah I guess I could lose everything. But... Yeah, that's a season. That's a thing in New Orleans. It's like yep, hurricane season and it's half the year. You talk to people from Houston about hurricanes or flooding and they talk about it like it's football season. Yeah. It's like yeah, it comes around, it comes around, and it's like that sounds rough, man. I yeah. oh yeah, I mean Houston got fucked up what. Three, four years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, with Harvey. Yeah, and that was a bitch. That was a and Harvey was bigger, meaner. Everything about Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Well like Hurricane Harvey versus Hurricane Katrina, like in a head to head, Harvey would have won. It was a bigger, meaner storm, but there's no there's no Mississippi River going through fucking Houston. But I remember that morning, because I was fucking I was eating canned crab claw meat. 
So imitation can in a cab, you know, and drinking uh, fucking grapefruit juice. That was like my morning like, oh, oh, breakfast slash lunch. Is that post-hurricane or pre-hurricane? This is pre-hurricane. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't on rations. That's yeah. just how I fucking feel. Uh, after hurricane, I was having duck and quail <laughs> prepared for me by a, by a young French man who floated up the river. No, um, but I remember my dad calling me. And being like, you know, you got to get out of the city. And because he, he was evacuating. And I remember that. That was the first telltale of like, you're leaving? And because my dad was hardcore. Whenever hurricanes were coming, it was like, we got our water. We got our yeah. fucking rations. We got food. You know, we got batteries. The power's going to go for a couple of days, whatever. It was fun. Like, if, a, if it was a category three or less, they can be fun. It's like an at-home camping trip. Right, right. When we had snow here, our power went out for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, you guys I, did. I put on a headlamp, and I was like, time to test our preps. Yeah. I was like setting up a tent in the living room. I was yeah. like, yeah, and then it came back on. I was like, oh, well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you open up. We're going to open up the goddamn hatch. Yeah, like, I, what? Don't open the hatch. <laughs> I filled some, the bathtub with water. Yeah. <laughs> I was some, ready. Some premature MRE. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We have to get used to enjoying them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I fucking ate a ton of MREs post-Katrina. Yeah. A ton. Because the National Guard was just everywhere handing them out. And you're just like, yes, I will have some beefaroni right now. I remember a weird conservative talking point was that people were reselling MREs. I remember that being like a thing. I have conservative parents. I remember like Republicans mm. in California yeah. being like, well, we're giving them MREs. And then they're, they're, they're selling them on eBay. And it's like, oh. B- bummer? Have you ever had the pizza MRE? Yeah. Like, that shit's delicious. Yeah. You can flip them like baseball cards. Good on you. They're opening up an MRE restaurant. <laughs> like, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, and it was also probably being sold by... I'm sure that happened, and a lot of times those fuckers are conservative as well. Yeah. They're like, they see the dollar, they see the money. But, yeah, I'm sure that kind of shit happens. That's that's my big issue with conservatives across the board, is that like they they look at any sort of human humanitarian event mm-hmm. and then want you to remove the human from it entirely it's like of course they're gonna pe- they're gonna be people who lie and cheat and steal around a situation like that that's human that's you not conservative for them, yeah. yeah yeah exactly and like you act as if 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 katrina had hit fucking you know beaumont texas thorst like there wouldn't be some fucking fuckery yeah going on amongst them church people Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just I I, I I hate that moral high grounding shit. Like it's like it's human. Humans are fucked. Yeah, it's not a liberal or a conservative thing. It's a goddamn human fucking condition thing. But yeah, I remember that morning. Yeah, and fucking I didn't evacuate till later that day. But well, I, not, not, that's not even true. Later that night, but I got out right as it was making landfall. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, it was fucking crazy, man. How was your place when you got back? Um, my apartment was like a second floor apartment, so it didn't, there was no flood damage, but I, I couldn't get back into to my apartment until I had six weeks or so went by. Oh, and okay. yeah, and it was just mold. It was just a wall of mold. When I, when I tried to go in, I had to go in eventually with a mask on and like, you know, cause it's like that shit would kill you, they'd say. Oh yeah. And, uh, luckily, I mean, I was a broke, you know, 20 something year old. I didn't have anything. Like I, it was like everything I had, I left with. That was important yeah. anyway. But yeah, I remember like... The storm hit. We weathered it in Baton Rouge at my sister's house. She was in grad school at the time. My whole family just piled in her, like, two-bedroom apartment. Um, Our roommate was gone, so it was just all of us in there. And 
then it hits and then it go it's done and then the news reports are all like standard post hurricane news reports for that that day that maybe two days where it's just like people on the ground and the damage isn't that bad and city officials are saying you know another 24 hours until the city will reopen and it didn't seem that bad so me and like a few friends we met up and we're like well let's get the fuck out of here if we've got time if it's okay and mm-hmm. we had a buddy who lives in at the time lived in vale like let's go to fucking vale what's vale vale colorado oh, okay yeah it's like so, a ski resort town yeah, yeah i thought you were talking about vale mountain. louisiana no, no, no. <laughs> i was like what go on so we find yeah, exactly <laughs> so like we pile in there's three not pile in, there's three of us we're driving to vale which is a day-long drive and we stop in oklahoma city where another friend of ours lived to just spend the night our plan is to spend the night yeah and we get there and they're like oh you guys haven't been listening to the news this whole time and it was there where it was like look at the television and it was like the city is underwater yeah i was like whoa so then i, I remember calling my family and being like what the f-? and they're like well i mean yeah we're watching the same thing you are we're in baton rouge which is like you know 90 miles outside of new orleans yeah. or whatever 60 miles so it's like we're fine here but this is insane so i spent like a week in oklahoma city just watching news 24 you know sun up to sun down and it was just like, oh, my God. And then eventually, like, yeah, we have to go back now. We can't go to fucking Vail. Yeah. We're not going to go fucking party in the mountains now. We have to go back. And we did. And it was just fucking insane. Like, getting back and then, like, still a few weeks went by before they were like, okay, people can start to go into the city. But by the time you started to go in, there was a curfew. Yeah. And when that curfew hit, you had to be off the streets or you were detained immediately. No yeah. questions asked. You know, you were detained and held until six in the morning. Happened to me twice. Oh, yeah. They so, like, they, they would just put you in, like, a drunk tank if they caught you? It was the it was the lobby of the W Hotel. They had turned into a holding, a holding. So, they were just, like... It's nice as far as jail goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They'd zip tie you. Give you they, a cocktail. <laughs> right. They might as well have. But it was, like, you'd get arrested, detained. You're, I mean, one time, I was, I, was, I was at a friend's house. I was smoking a cigarette on the front porch. Yeah. And they rolled up and just, like hands and i was whoa whoa and they're like i'm like i'm staying here and they're like hands walk towards me turn around and it's like they're not doesn't matter what you're saying right now they're you are in their eyes in violation of the curfew 100 was, was the curfew like eight o'clock six p.m or at the at that time i believe i, I want to say it was like a 10 p.m okay. to 6 a.m so like yeah. you were on the stoop at like ten oh one and they're like hands. It was later. I mean it was like it was like eleven thirty ish. You know, oh, I was just okay. but I just was like on a front porch. I was like, This yeah. is this counts. You were trying like, to do bad boy. Yeah, I was just yeah. like <laughs> no, I was <laughs> just oh, shit, sorry. I was like, wasn't wearing shoes kind of yeah. thing. I was just like, I'm I don't even have shoes on. They're like, hands. I'm like, oh fuck, all right, sorry. And they like they, they tell you when you get there, they're like, You're just you're being you're not being charged, but you are being held until curfew ends. Hey, hey, how you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm alright, this is Satchel Rhinestone. I was giving you guys a call just to confirm a few paper questions. Uh, sorry, who is this? Satchel. Satchel Rhinestone. Okay. I designed wooden stamps. I had a couple paper questions for you. Well, a few years ago, I was working a trade route where I had to gather uh, fine art paper and take it from Boston to 
uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I had to do it in one straight shot. At the time, I was abusing stimulants, so it was pretty easy for me. I would rail uh, some crystal meth or some cocaine and then drive the whole time straight, and I would make a pretty, pretty penny on that paper that I was pushing. Uh, and, it, you know, it paid my rent and then some, but of course the stimulants took over, and uh, I kind of lost it all. Okay. And I wrote a book about my experience. Okay. And I was curious if I could push it in your paper store because uh, not only is it relevant towards what y'all do, uh, but I think it could help save lives. Um, so we're a national chain. Yeah, um, absolutely. In Chicago, and we don't, like, calling individual stores, like, we have no control over what we actually keep in our stores. You would have to call uh, headquarters and talk to them about it. Well, let me tell you something. When I was 21 years old, I was painting watercolors on my balcony. I lived in Paris, France. Every morning I would wake up, I would do a watercolor, and then every evening I would do a watercolor of the sunset. And do you know what that taught me? Um, sir, I'm sorry, I have customers, I have to go. If you want to call headquarters, you're welcome to, but I can't discuss this with you anymore. Listen, it's not a discussion, I'm telling you. I'm gonna sell my book in your store. You're welcome to. Um, you just have to call paper first. No, I'm going to come by, and I'm going to leave a stack in there for free. You guys can keep the profits. I'm going to put 300 books in there. I'm going to make a little display, and you guys will sell them for me. Um, I'm sorry, sir. You can't do that. No, I'm going to come by. I'm going to unload the books, and you guys can sell them. You guys can keep the money. Uh, we can't do that. That's not part of our policy. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I have to go. Don't have be sorry. Day. It's 100% fine. I'm going to bring it by. I'm going to put the books on display, and we're all going to make a bunch of okay. money. You can you goodbye, can keep sir. the money. Okay, goodbye. You can keep it. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going out there? Pretty good. Okay, uh, so I got a quick question. I bought some... Uh, I don't know if we refer to it as fertilizer or uh, uh, just a bag, a bag of dirt, if you will. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And when I opened it up, there were uh, five or six live snakes in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and here's the thing. I had it in the cab of my truck, and I had it in the front seat. I jumped. I have a uh, an extended cab, and so I got into okay. the back seat behind it, to get yep. into my razor blade that was underneath my seat. And I I come up, and so the bag's in front of me, in between me and the dashboard. I cut open the top. Five or six snakes come out, and now I'm trapped in my truck uh, five, with five or six snakes in here, and I don't know what to do. Okay, uh, are you here at the store, or? Well, yeah, I was driving down the way. I was gonna give a, I was gonna give the uh, dirt into uh, this uh, uh, flower bed that's right between your shop and my house uh, that one of my elderly neighbors has been growing and so I had the dirt the bag of dirt it's still in front of me and I'm I'm kind of trapped in my truck right now okay uh, yeah there's snakes on the there's one on the dashboard now and it is uh, just over three feet long 
Okay, uh, let me see what we can do. Well, what do you recommend I do? Are there snakes in here? You're, uh, you're here at the store, no? No, no, no. I left the store and I was on my way home because I was going to put dirt into this elderly neighbor's flower garden. Yeah. Um, and then the well, second I cut open the bag, it, 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 it was like a jack-in-the-box. Five or six snakes pop out of there. Well, uh, what color are they? What color are the snakes? Well, one of them is black and red. And that's the one that's on the... Oh, God. I don't see him on the dashboard anymore. Okay, well, um... Okay, I don't know where the snakes are. I had my eyes on them when I first called you. Okay. 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 What do I what do I clear with the snakes? I don't know if there's could there could be more in this bag of dirt. Should I get the try to should I should I should I what should I should I what But if you um if you don't see me, make your way outside of the truck because most more likely they're just grass snakes. They won't they're harmless. But you're gonna oh. diagnose these snakes without seeing them? I saw them, man. They're massive. Oh, these yeah, uh, these are meat-eating snakes. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm all right. I've been better. I was wondering, is the army still hiring with uh, you know who in office? Okay. I have a pretty extensive list of skills. Are we still uh, doing it, though? War? Uh, I'm confused by your question, man. Oh, I was wondering if we're still going to war with uh, old man Sleepy in office. If we're still going to be at war. If, they even, if I even have a job with the Army, could I even get one? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very true. Our job is still to, uh, you know, defend the Constitution. Nice. Nice. From who? Uh, whomever. Whatever, nice. whatever enemy, foreign or domestic. All right. Can I pick domestic if I join up? Uh, you cannot. Hey, are you, uh, are you interested in listening or are you, you kind of want to kind of chat? I guess a little bit both. I'm not 100% sure if it could be a fit for me because when I think about the army, I think about Vietnam, I think about Gulf War, I think about Iraq, I think about Afghanistan. And I'm not sure, you know, how many worlds there are left to conquer for us if we're even still doing it. I don't see anything in the news. I don't know. Well, what do you think? Really? Hey, hey, quick question for you. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just messing around with you, dude. Hey, are you, uh, you kind of jerking my chain, or is this something that you're interested in? I'm, I am not jerking your chain, one bit. Okay, it comes off a little bit facetious. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If, if you're interested in, in potentially enlisting, um, for a domestic war, you're probably going to get it. Uh, for war in general, um, yeah, probably not as well. It's not not exactly that easy. Um, How do I go to war with you guys? With like on your team, shoulder to shoulder. No, I'm not trying to face up against the U.S. Army. Uh, <laughs> I want to join. Yeah, hold on one second. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me all right? All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so the way it works is uh, you qualify. 
Um, it doesn't always happen, but it depends. What's your motivation for, for wanting to go to war? I want to conquer my enemies. I want to expand the empire, and I want uh, my name to be a hero's name. Yeah, I right, want. So, uh, what, are you, what are you looking for? Are you looking to, to talk to somebody about potentially enlisting, or are you just trying to pick my brain? I kind of just want to pick your brain. I feel like I can just come by when I'm ready, right? Okay. Okay. Well, uh, so some of my skills include talk. metal detecting. What are your skills? In metal detecting. Metal detecting. Uh, I am one of the fastest swimmers in my region. Uh, my team actually went to regionals last year. Um, I am a genius. That's impressive resume. Uh, hey man, here's what I gotta do. I do have a, a few things to do here at the office, so I'm gonna let you go. But yeah, whenever you're ready to come sit down and talk, you, uh, just come on by. Okay, I am missing a hand. Is that gonna be an issue? It would be an issue, yes sir. There's no jobs at war for a one-handed soldier? And that was the Farlocker Podcast with JT and Robert. Email any questions or comments to the Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on the Fartlocker Podcast.